Hey y'all, this is Momo Just Vibing and you just tuned into the Raw Soul Podcast. I'm so glad that you're here with me. Sit back, relax, and join me as I go on this journey of just letting some things off my chest. I hope this inspires you to think about some things in different ways. Start some conversations with your peoples. And at the end of the day, join me in getting some stuff off of your chest. Let's get right into it. What's up, it's Mama Just Vibing, and welcome back to the Soul House. I'm so grateful you guys decided to join me. I am really excited to dive into this topic that I briefly touched on in an Instagram post last week. I will plug our Instagram handle at the end of the episode. But I touched on the idea of the seven deadly illusions, and I'm sure most of us are familiar with the traditional seven deadly sins but I switched out the word sins for illusions because I believe it paints a better picture for what's going on in our day-to-day society and with using the word sins it makes it seem like it's a personal wrongdoing and I think if we shift our focus outside of that where it's not really our fault Um, but more so what the external is influencing us to do, it will help us better understand what's going on. Well, at least I hope. So I'm going to run down and list each one of them in a specific order because I believe one then leads to another and then to another, and it just goes all the way up the ladder until we get to the top where I believe the illusion is fully intact at that point. So we're going to list all seven, and that being sloth, wrath, lust, envy, gluttony, greed, and pride. And I just did generic Google searches to describe what each one of them is, so you're welcome to Look for your own personal definition, but I'm just going to give a brief kind of overview of what each one is describing. So if we're starting with sloth, this describes someone who is not productive or an energy that is unambitious. And when we think of the animal, we think of slow, not doing much, unproductive. And when we translate that to human, it's kind of the idea that they're not pushing themselves to get better and they lack the ambition. So when we think of that in our day-to-day society and we're thinking of why people might be to that point, we have to recognize that in our society, we are placed with a lot of responsibilities and obligations. So in our adult lives, we're expected to work. We're expected to do some sort of career to make money. If we are, if there we're speaking about young people, then they're expected to go to school and learn. So we are given a set of responsibilities to fill our everyday with some sort of routine. 
So once we're in that cycle of, you know, tending to our responsibilities and our obligations, we tend to get further removed from our inner self, if you will. And when I speak on illusions, that's kind of what I mean. It's something that distracts us from a deeper substance of something or distracts us enough to blur the lines of what's real and fake or what's important and what's not important. Um, So when we think of illusions and we think of sloth, this is the beginning of where the illusions set in. We're consumed and preoccupied with our obligations that it it takes us away from developing ourselves. So we see this happen a lot. People get busy with work, so they stop exercising. People get busy with um, or stressed out with school, so they're not eating right. Um, We just get kind of lost and preoccupied in the things that we quote unquote have to get done, that it pulls us or it makes us not prioritize our own personal growth. And we get caught up in the fact that we associate or we equate our career or school success with our own personal growth and that's not always the case so our internal growth isn't what it means to learn and graduate school it's not what it means to get a promotion and keep moving up the ladder in your career yes that is part of personal growth but deep down inside it's not necessarily your personal growth. It's an external label put on you to, or expectation put on you um, that still further removes you from your authentic self within. So we get lost in these illusions of our obligations. Now, when I say lost in it, it's not, I don't want it to be completely like, well, you shouldn't work and we need to cut out all these things. So we, we're just kind of here. That's not at all. But I just want us to become more aware of how it's playing a part in our everyday. So we're in the sloth and we are stuck into our regular routines, um, getting removed from the things that we love to do. Then, then this starts to build resentment. And then we go to our second um, step and that's wrath. So we start to build resentments and it may come out as extreme anger. Now, not everyone is going to display wrath in the same way, but subconsciously, when we're not tending to our desires or the things that we personally love or personally want to develop in ourselves, we start to build resentment that we aren't that we don't have the time or we feel like we don't have the energy to tend to ourselves. So that builds up wrath and it builds up being discontent with our life as is or what we have going on. And when we're at this stage, it's very triggering. So we come to, we might be become more on edge, more tense, more stressed out as we know that we are. So that stress then leads into us trying to seek out some sort of relief. So that moves us to the next layer where we talk about lust. So when we're lusting, we already know that we're kind of discontent with what's going on. And now we're seeking for pleasures anywhere that we can find it. And I know when we first hear the word lust, we might automatically think of like a sexual attraction or a sexual interaction. But lusting because in this day in society we have so many pleasures um, at our fingertips lusting after things is just the sense that we want immediate gratification 
So we have our streaming sites, we have social media, we have going out and, you know, getting drunk and getting high and all those things. These are all things that we lust for because in our day-to-day life, we're, we're de- we feel like we're deprived of it maybe. So now we're going to indulge or seek out things that we lust for in order to balance out that uncomfortable feeling of, oh, I'm not really doing too much because of all my responsibilities and all the things that stress me out throughout the week. So when we're at this stage of lust, then we're not feeling content. So we need to seek more external pleasures. This is where the illusions start to get blurry. This is where people say that their vices start to come in. So we start to to latch on to certain vices, certain things that we do that please us um, for the moment. Because pleasure and lust is usually short term. It's like a short term burst of of energy that makes us feel good makes us feel alive so we're seeking that in cycles so it comes it goes we got to get back to our responsibility then we seek it again it comes and then it goes because we got to get back to our responsibility so we're just in a cycle that we continue constantly wanting some form of pleasure to take us away from this discomfort that we're feeling subconsciously then we go to our next layer into envy And when we describe envy in this way, we're seeking or we're desiring to be like someone else or someone else's circumstances. And we might not consciously admit that we're jealous, but that's the reason why we scroll. That's the reason why we follow certain people. And I'm going to use celebrities as the easiest example because this society tends to emulate or do their best to emulate the lifestyles that we see on social media. So one huge example is Icy Game by Sweetie. It's a huge trend that is shaping the way girls feel like they should be treated or the standard that women should be holding themselves to, which is fine and well, but it's the prime example how we're looking at someone else and envying whether we want to consciously admit it or not, but we're seeking to achieve the level of things that she's achieved or just the things that she has. She might not achieve anything, but it's just the things she has or the things that it looks like she gets to enjoy. So we're constantly being thrusted with all of these illusions for us to get lost in or just to be in a repetitive cycle win. So that's why we scroll all the time on social media because we're just trying to look and see what's going on. Who, who can, whose life can I see or that looks like it's interesting right now? And when we're in this stage, this is where the illusion starts to thicken because then this then influences how we then behave further. So the next layer is then we become gluttonous. So gluttony is the overindulgence in in something that isn't really necessary. So we have all these things. Like I said, we're lusting for all these things that we have instant gratification from. And we become gluttonous with it. We don't need the Netflix. We don't need the, the Instagram. We don't need to do half the stuff that we do or buy half the stuff that we have. 
This is where consumerism comes into play, where I said this is where society thrusts some of these things on us. This is where we start to buy things just because we can. So we're working our job, we're making our money, and this is the favorite thing people like to say, well, I worked for this money so I can spend it how I want to. Yeah, you can, but that doesn't remove the fact that did you need it? Yeah, you can buy it, but did you need it? And most of the time it's no. So so we get into the illusion of, okay, I worked for my money, I earned this. And yeah, you can say that it makes us feel good, but yes, we earn things, but we don't need them just because we earn them. So when we're in this gluttonous state, we, f- we get further lost into the illusion because now we're just aimlessly getting things because it's, it's just something to do. We're not working on ourselves now, right, internally. So we're just going to go buy stuff just because we can. Or we're just going to overindulge in certain activities just because we can. Not because it's necessary, but we got the time or the free time that we do have. We're not going to work on ourselves, but we're going to go overindulge in something else to make us feel better, furthering the feelings of lust. So that gluttony sets in. And once we get into that, that consumerist mind state, we get greedy. So it leads us to the next layer of greed. And greed is the, once again, another overindulgence, but it's just material gain. The focus on material gain. So this is things that we just feel like we just need to have. And things that we feel like we deserve, but we don't need. So we just continue to get, we just try to get, we always want the, the new things. We have a phone, but just because a new phone comes out, we're getting the new phone. New Jordans drop. I already have 10 other Jordans, but these new ones just drop. Greed. I'm going to go get these new ones. So we're, we're stuck now at this point in the cycle where we're just kind of going on autopilot. We're just going to keep getting, keep getting, keep getting, keep getting. And then we so start to associate that with, oh, well, I deserved all these things. This is the fruits of my labor. But really, it's just being greedy. And I just wanted to put plug this in there real quick because we have to think of this energetically. And whether you directly want to see it this way or not, but in in these advanced societies like in the United States compared to third world countries that don't have as much the more we have we have to understand that that energetically is taking away from someone else so the overproduction of all the food we have in this country knowing that there are many people that go without those foods and resources and even clean water our greed and even on an individual level, energetically she takes away from someone else. And I just want us to mentally be there. Yes, it may not be a direct cause and effect thing, but energetically, that really is how the world works. That's why there's so many people with so much less and there's so many people with more than what they need. So then last final layer is pride. And what I just explained kind of feeds into that pride because if we think of America, we're so prideful about how we conduct ourselves with all the greed and the overindulging and the overproduction in the consumerist way. So this level of pride is where we really kind of feel better or at a a level up. 
and we're kind of trying to prove something yes it may be okay to have pride in something that you developed but in the sense of what I just described it leads to a, a level of pride where it is it could be condescending or it could be a I'm at the top of a pyramid and you know look at everyone else that has less look what I achieved I did look what I did if you follow in my footsteps you can have this too that's kind of what this celebrity dynamic is is like we look up to them and yes they're proud of themselves for what they accomplished but it's a sense of pride where they're we then look to them like okay we need to follow in a certain path or a certain blueprint to get to that level but in reality it's just a whole big mix of illusions that don't really have any deeper substance and describing pride on that level just one very basic everyday one that people just display that level of pride like it's normal is like with the iPhones still to this day I don't have an iPhone but still to this day people are asking me why don't I have an iPhone that's a level of pride where they are stuck in the illusion of the Apple brand and as if they Steve Jobs protege or something like they they rep the illusion of of a brand that they then look down on someone else's phone which is like on a basic level just the weirdest thing to me because I've never really had a desire to have an iPhone but like people try to impose on me that I should that's a level of pride on a day-to-day you know circumstance where it's like why do people feel the need to tell someone else what they should get or what they should have just because of a uh, based off of an illusion that's been pushed, like I said, and thrusted on us from a society. Oh, Steve Jobs is the prototype. Everyone, you know, is just so amazed by, you know, the development and innovation or whatever the case may be. But we see that. And when we see that, we, we realize that this level, the top of the ladder with pride in this whole um, display of illusions is that we live our lives trying to emulate a lifestyle or achieve something that we saw someone else achieve or like following a blueprint that we feel like we need to follow but we avoid the fact that it's been layered with so many illusions that we have lost touch with our authenticity in ourselves without all of the extras so I challenge us to think like who are we with when we shed away each one of these illusions If we get really back down to the bottom to sloth about what is taking us away from developing ourselves and what do we want to develop within ourselves, not for an external result, but what do we want to achieve internally so that we can change the way we act and and move day to day. So I hope going through that brings new awareness to these seven deadly illusions and like I said the reason I don't want to say that there are seven deadly sins anymore it's because we're placed in a society where these all are encouraged so it's it really is past a point where it's like a personal choice where we we can choose to engage in them or not no we're like succumbed by them at this point so it is our job to kind of peel away the layers and allow ourselves to be able to breathe without all of these layers and distractions that cloud everything that we do and when I say lacking of the deeper substance that's essentially what 
the point of the illusion is. And we've normalized that. So everything has become superficial and materialistic. And like I said, just a, a straight expectation of what you're supposed to do. And there isn't much room for us to grow personally the way we want to grow. Of course, we still can. Like I said, it's still possible. But when we're bombarded and preoccupied with all of these illusions, it makes it that much harder. So when I thought on all of this and I was like, wow, it's to the point where this is just regular life at this point and it takes a lot of work to see beyond it. Um, I just got really excited to kind of really break everything down. So I hope this, you know, brought some clarity to all of you listening and it helps you kind of reconsider what may be your vices or the the illusions that you might have developed in your day-to-day life and how you can kind of start cracking through them and and letting light shine through some of the some of the smoke and clearing the way because the further we get removed from our authenticity the further removed we are from actually developing ourselves mentally and emotionally and I will always advocate that your mind is so powerful so you do not want to allow illusions to overpower or control how your mind functions and how your uh, how you tend to function in your life so yes and real quick as as I just kind of broke down them all I'm going to give like a quick antidote to I guess tackle each one of them in a small way so we talk about sloth and that's working on our personal our personal selves that's practicing something that you know that you like so I get a hobby um, for me I like I picked up yoga once a week so that helps combat me being complacent I'm pushing myself each week with my yoga practice um, with this with wrath Um, So intense emotions or uncomfortable anger or fear can be remedied with meditation. And now if you are not keen on meditation, you can journal or listen to music. Listening to music is, you know, I feel like the easiest form of meditation, just getting lost in, in song. So music definitely is a good one to combat wrath. Now if you're listening to NBA Youngboy or some real trap shit you still might be angry so (laughs) be cautious with your choices on that make sure that it is something that kind of balances you out with lust and seeking pleasures it is um, a good idea to find ways that you can ignite that pleasure internally so things like exercising um yoga once again so doing things physically to get your body feeling alive um that's what that's what pleasure does for us it makes the body feel alive so there's other ways to do that um dancing is another great way to do that for the next one for envy is instead of looking outside of yourself at what everyone else is doing focus on what one of your strengths are and start to build on your strengths so continuously learning and developing um, a portion of yourself that could turn into you know something that you can become really 
proud of yourself for developing. So then when it gets to the next one in gluttony, um, instead of, you know, indulging and getting things, start to get rid of what is not necessary. So clearing your space, getting rid of clutter. Um, As far as greed goes, donating to others. So if you realize that all this extra stuff you have that you don't need, um, you can give it away. So then you're tackling the greed part, holding on to those things would be very greedy of you, especially if you're not using it when, like I said earlier, someone else is without it. So extending your extending your hand and your things to someone who is more in need definitely will help with that and then with pride trying new things so always be willing to learn always be willing to take on a new perspective that helps with being prideful realize that there's always something that you're not that great at see if there are ways that you can develop yourself in other ways instead of being hyper focused on everything that you're good at because that just makes us very comfortable and then it makes us cocky and all those other things it could like I said slippery slope um it could lead down so with pride try something new you know develop a new hobby it doesn't matter if you're not great at it just get comfortable not being comfortable sometimes okay and it it will open doors to really personally like I said that inner development because trying you know, different things and not going along with status quo and being lost in the illusions is what really is going to expand our inner selves into more open and fruitful things with deeper substance. So with that being said, thank you all for spending this time with me. And like I said, we do have an Instagram where I did uh, briefly touch on the topics. The Instagram is the Soul House, so that's T H E E S O U L H O U S E, the Soul House on Instagram. And until next time, keep it true.